Hi, I'm Jeff Guthrow. And I'm Heather Churchill, the organizer of the Halifax Kiss Expo. Together we send our best wishes to our Kiss Army brothers and sisters in Australia during this horrible time. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. We encourage everyone to donate, to help out. From all of us worldwide, please help out if you can. Thank you. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Schaller. And this is James Hager. We have a very, very special show for you on this edition of Podkist. We here at Podkist recently learned of the devastating wildfires affecting Australia. Over the weekend, Ken got a chance to talk to George on the phone. Uh, George is from Australia, and he's the head of the Australian branch of the KISS Army. He told us a little bit about the wildfires and what's happening down there. Now let's check in with Ken and George and find out what the KISS Army can do to help. Good evening, everybody. Tonight we're joined by George Zerocostas. He is the head of KISS Army Australia, probably the, the world premier website in all things KISS and all things Australia. Welcome to the podcast, George. Thanks, Ken. It's great to, um, great to uh, be on the podcast with you finally. Sadly, of course, we're not dealing with the best of situation. Uh, tonight we're speaking due to the Victoria's bushfires. What can you tell us about it? It's, it's the worst bushfire that, um, in Australian history, um, and the, the human toll is just um, getting higher and higher each day. It's just a real tragedy. It's just been, like I said, the worst... The worst in uh, living memory, really. What is the death toll so far, George? At the moment, uh, from what I last heard, the death toll was 181. And um, like I said, it, it is rising because there's a lot of um, people that uh, have uh, horrific injuries. And um, yeah, at the moment, from what we have uh, what we can ascertain, it's 181 people. Wow. How's everybody taking it? How's, uh, how, are, how are the spirits of everybody down there? Well, um, as you can understand, all, everyone's um, very devastated. Um, but... Times of um, tragedy, you know, the Australian community get together and support each other and, you know, try to lift all the spirits of, um, you know, the people that are affected. Uh, when you look at the, the loss of life, injury and property loss, there's a lot of people that are homeless now. And uh, we, we need to continue to help to try to get together for we are one. We are the KISS Army. We need to all get together. George, which charities do you think we should contact? The, the Red, Australian Red Cross is the, um, the charity to help because every uh, every cent will be going directly to the victims it won't be going to any administration it won't be going to you know to cover any telephone bills or anything like that it'll go straight directly to the victims um so yeah the australian red cross is um, definitely the way to go george what has been the reaction from the world community towards this tragedy uh, the the reaction has been fantastic for example the the u.s government is sending firefighters um they're deploying 31 specialist firefighters. The New Zealand government, all governments from all over the world assisting and helping out, which has been really moving and, and, and it's great because it just it just shows that um, that at this critical time of need, you know how every everyone cares about each other and it's just it's just touching, it really is. And George, what kind of reaction have you received from the KISS community and KISS fans from around the world? I've been I've been inundated with emails from Kiss fans from all over the world. Everyone just wondering, you know, if everyone's safe, if everyone's fine, and you know, if any of the Kiss family have been affected, and if anything they can do to help, such as yourself, you know, wanted to to help out. Um, 
it's just been really moving and we've been we've been flooded with emails and phone calls and stuff from 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 greece from italy from the u.s from japan we even had our friend jeffy from uh, kiss army china he sent me an email and it's just um, I, I can't i can't i can't describe it it's just it's so moving you know that the kiss fans want to just reach out and, and, and offer assistance and it's just amazing it really is you know this this is mainly in uh, the victorian the state of victoria where most of these fires are which is around about you know a few a few hundred kilometers from the city of uh, melbourne well, you know melbourne rock city you know um it's all on the outskirts it's all on the outskirts of uh, melbourne uh there's bushfires going on as we speak they're still um you know putting out tires it's it's pretty widespread but um just to give you an idea, like it, they, they, they reported that um, a quarter of the size of Victoria has, has um, been wiped out, like from the bushfires, you know, like and, and then over a million um, animals have, um, have gone as well, you know, like the koalas and the kangaroos and all the other endangered species. You know, it's it's very catastrophic what's happened. Well, George, hopefully uh, the Kiss Army can enjoy this show and can do a little something by contacting the Red Cross and doing a little something to help make a difference. Every little bit helps. most successful rock and roll band of the last decade, even bigger than the Rolling Stones. Their audience is a fanatical army of young teenagers and even pre-teenagers. And if you have anything to do with kids in that age group, then you've probably already encountered the KISS phenomenon and hoped that it would go away. Well, you can be sure that it won't, not for a while at least. In fact, they're even planning to hit Australia in the near future. When, Eric? When are we going? In November. That's right. In
much money have you spent on on your Kiss Army material and so on? Two thousand dollars. How much? Two thousand. You serious? Yeah. What on? Records, posters, books, magazines, badges, mirrors, jackets, everything. Are you going to go and see their concerts? I'm going to all of them. What, right throughout Australia? Yes. <laughs> How much will that cost you? About fifteen hundred. So you're prepared to spend three and a half thousand dollars on this group, four yeah. people you don't even know. They're worth it. Why? They just are. They're just fantastic. What's fantastic about them? Their songs, their stage show, their bodies. <laughs> Now let's talk about the Unmasked tour. Do you want yeah. to tell that story? Yeah, oh, yeah, why not, man? That was funny, man. It was really funny. <laughs> George, please do me a favor and set the stage. It's it's the Unmasked tour. Kiss is coming to Australia. What was it like? It was 
unbelievable. It was just the whole country was in a hysteria craze. Anywhere you looked, papers were just front page news. Kiss are coming. Every kid was had a a kiss something. They had mm-hmm. either a you know a kiss album or the makeup kit, kiss cards. It was just it was just a kiss world. Australia was crazy about kiss. Like it was today, but it was like kiss mania or kiss hysteria. It, it was kiss mania. It really was. Now you were telling me a story about Jean and your mother. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was at the press conference last year, and after the press conference, um, my, my my buddy Keith were invited back for some afternoon tea with the band, and um, there were no cameras, no media, no no, we just hanging out with the band, having a chat. I was telling Gene about um, how I wasn't allowed in 1980 to go to the concert as I was a, a young 10-year-old. I just also want to mention the reason my father didn't let me go to see Kiss in 1980 was because there's a show called 60 Minutes here in Australia, and um, one of the reverends was t- was warning all the parents that you know Kiss are in town, protect your children, and all that sort of stuff. And my gullible father wouldn't let me go and see Kiss, and that's why. Uh-huh. I I forgive my father because Gene told me to forgive him. And um, anyway, Gene told me that I, I have to forgive my father and I should forgive him <laughs> because, um, you know, my father was a, a new immigrant to Australia and didn't understand, you know, that kids like me loved Kiss and, you know, he had his other hobbies. That anyway, this was a moment in history. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Gene told me, he said, George, and, and, and my buddy Keith was right there next to me. He's my witness. He said, George. I want you to forgive your father. Let cut him some slack. Forgive your father. And I said, fine. And then he said to me, by the way, what was your mother's name again? And I told him. And he said, oh, that's right. I did her in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Keith, Keith, Keith's jaw dropped. Paul Stanley was shaking his head. And I didn't know what to say. But then Gene, yeah, then Gene said, oh, no, no, I'm only joking, I'm only joking, you know, just making it funny, and oh, it was, yeah, it was um, a funny moment, one of, one of my funniest moments in history, anyway. I couldn't get offended with what Gene said, because I knew Gene was joking. Cool.
It's been 15 years since KISS fans have been able to hear and see their favourite band. Two of the original lineup were gone, but the mainstays, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, have moulded the newcomers into a tight unit. You'd swear the two were hungry musos, trying to make it to the big time. In reality, of course, they're millionaire businessmen still riding the KISS gravy train. But in fairness, the train is really a locomotive. And for 90 minutes or so, the band didn't let their fans down.
I want you to tell them about the baklava. Okay. Ready? Okay. And now here's George with the story of the baklava. I was I was in Sydney and and my buddy Keith from Japan was spending some quality time in the Sunshine Coast in Queensland with his family. We were invited back to do a little bit of filming for a new documentary which is coming out which is going to be called Kisteria. And um, during the uh, the filming, Gene just turned around and um, just said to me whether I like to eat um, Greek souvlaki, which is you know what a souvlaki is, don't you, Ken? Those um, kebab sticks. Yes, yes. Gene's a big fan of Greek food, apparently, and he said to me whether I like to eat them, and I told him I loved them, and I asked him, you know, if he loved a certain other bit of food, and anyway, and poor Stanley just turns around and just says, George, could you get me some homemade baklava when we're in Sydney? And I said, of course, you know, I'll get, I'll get my mum to make that, you know, and... Um, God bless my wife. She just doesn't know how to make baklava. You know, so I got my <laughs> mum to do it. Besides, you know, they wanted the homemade stuff. And then um, Gene wanted extra cinnamon on top. And then um, Eric Singer jumped in and he wanted some. And anyway, we, this recording session was just turned upside down because, you know, they wanted baklava. And you're taking and, order from the hottest band in the land for baklava. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Paul called over the um, his production manager, which was Had. Nice, nice guy. He um, works for Doc, and um, he said, um, you know, make sure George gets backstage in Sydney with the baklava. So anyway, I got my mum to make the baklava, but I had to whisper it to my mum because I didn't want my dad to hear it because he would want some. He would want some, but he would say to me, "You're still crazy about this Kiss band, you know?" You you know? And he would embarrass me in front of my my buddies Keith and uh, Matt, who were um, with me. So my mum made, made the two trays of baklava. We're talking about 10 kilos of baklava I took to um, to the concert. And um, they were waiting for it. They were waiting for the trays. And um, I got them the trays. And and um, they ate it after the concert. And Eric Singer called me up. And he, he told me that the band thanked you very much for it. And they polished it all off. There was nothing left. And um, I'll tell you another thing too, Ken. Um, a few weeks after that, I got a, um, a gift in the mail. And it was a... Um, was from the band and um, it was a Kiss Australian tour crew t-shirt it was a gift from the band for um, to give to my mum actually and um, I was so moved by that I um, just a very amazing experience I couldn't believe the band is sitting there eating my mum's baklava whoever would have thought back in 1980 you, you're not even allowed to go to the Unmasked tour, and there they are eating your mom's baklava all these years later.
Kiss has always been there for Australia, and Australia's always been there for Kiss. It's a great combination. We thank Kiss for always remembering to tour down under. I just, I'm speechless every time I think about when they do a, a tour, they come to Australia um, and they think of us. And um, I'm just very grateful. And we're just um, fortunate that Eric, Bruce do visit Australia frequently and they, um, I, I know when they come out here, they don't come out here to make a fortune because they don't, you know, put on big, massive shows and stuff. They just come out here because they love the Australian fans and we love them back. So thank you, Bruce, and we look forward to seeing Bruce in April. Whenever I fly back to Australia, I'm always stunned by the beauty of it all, from the desert to the sea coast. I think of all the things that were destroyed and all the lives that were lost, and uh, with all the help from the world community and, and, the, and the KISS community, I know what um, we'll all come back from this horrible tragedy. Thank especially uh, Podkiss staff, and um, I know that I speak on behalf of everyone at Kiss Army Australia, and I speak on behalf of all the Australians, and I want to thank everyone around the world. I want to thank the Kiss community. I want to thank everybody. We're all really touched by everyone's support.
And that's our show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podkist.com. If uh, you have any suggestions, comments, or just want to talk to us, drop us a line at podkist at gmail.com. Be sure to check out James's other site, which is called zombiefaq.com. For all you white zombie fans, it's the place to be. A big thanks to Julian and all of our friends over at kissfaq.com. Big thanks to all of our pals at mykisslife.net. Keith LaRue and all the staff over at kissonline.com. They do a great job representing the hottest band in the land. Our good buddy Ken at his website, which is called kissfansite.com. Thanks for all you do for the podcast, your great graphics. If you have a Kiss-related website and want us to uh, mention it in the show notes or uh, possibly talk about it on the air, just let us know and we'll see what we can do about that. As James mentioned, be sure to check out Kiss Online for links to all the individual band members' websites. And as always, a big thanks to Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Fraley, Peter Crisp, Vinny Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memories of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.